and we're back to episode three of the sim sports podcast glad to have you all here with us and i hope you're enjoying your saturday night valentine's day eve enjoy with your uh significant other uh here with me are the usual guys tony how's it going guys angel what's going on everyone welcome back to the podcast yeah, so guys, we're just going to get started. We're going to get right into it with some football. J.J. Watt, what's up with that? Oh, so, uh, yeah, J.J. Watt, um, he's finally let go from the Houston Texans. So now, I guess, the big question that's all on our minds is that which team is he going to go to, which um, I'm sure everyone's thinking about. So, guys, what do you, what do you think what team uh, Watt might end up on going to? It's funny because, you know, this was uh... – it was a mutual thing. He asked uh, Houston. He said, "I don't want to be part of a rebuilding team." Deshaun Watson saying, <laughs> "Not mean what's uh, Squidward when he's looking out the window." He's like looking out the window. Uh, Watson saying, "My turn. I want to. I want to leave next." But um, JJ Watt, you know, I think Pittsburgh would be good for him because his brother, you know, him and yeah. his brother are really close, obviously. And mm-hmm. I think Green Bay. I think I. I, I want to see him in Green Bay. You know, I think that that Rogers needs more defensive help. Defense looked decent last year. But uh, I think Green Bay. What do you think, Rami? I am leaning towards the Steelers. I think since he has a brother, TJ, on the Steelers, I would assume that he would want to go and play with him. Um, But the other team that I do see him maybe going to is the Buccaneers. Just maybe win a Super Bowl and cement his legacy as one of the best defensive players to ever play the game. Angel. Where do you think he might go, man? Um, I don't know. I feel like um, if he did want go to the Steelers, that would be awesome too. You know, obviously he play he'll play with his brother. You know, I feel like they could he could definitely help the Steelers in many ways. Um, I know also the Dallas Cowboys are also looking at him too. They're also thinking of trying to recruit him as well. They um they added um Everson Griffin to their lineup as um as well. But um, I don't know. I I do think um, out of those teams, I think I would rather have him go to the to the Steelers. You know, I mean, not just because um, you know, his brother, but obviously, I feel like he can just he could um, no, he can contribute more, help out Roethlisberger, and you know, see uh, where he can um help the Steelers and stuff. You know. Yeah, I'm seeing that uh, Dexter Lawrence. I think Demarcus Lawrence. Sorry, he tweeted. <laughs> To JJ Watt, come come aboard, and uh, we got to see what they do with Dak Prescott first. That's a big. That's 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 the number one signing right now. We got to see what they do with Dak Prescott. What do you think? Yeah, I think that he's a very consistent quarterback, and it would be a shame for the Cowboys to not re-sign him. I do think that the number he's asking for is a little high, but obviously they're still in negotiations, so that number will not stay at whatever he's asking for. I don't think he's worth that number. I think everybody said that same thing, but he brings really great leadership qualities to that team, and it would be a shame for them to not sign him at all. But for Watt himself, I think that Cowboys pick at plus 1,100 on the odds is sort of juicy. Uh, so I would, you know, it's a good pick, but coincidentally, the Steelers and the Bucks are at the top of the list. Steelers at plus 150, Bucks at plus 400. And moving on, we're seeing now Russell Wilson is looking for uh, he's looking for more help. Uh, you know, I so I watched a lot of Seahawks games this year because I had Russell Wilson and I tried to like watch every game he played in to see what he's doing. And towards the end of the season, he had no offensive line. You could see he didn't look like himself. He had no line. You know, um, his receivers were getting Metcalf was getting double teamed. He couldn't really do much. And if you get in that guy's head, you can get in his head and 
you know. But what do you think? But I mean, I think they're gonna keep him. Yeah, I think they're gonna keep him too. I mean, no way you move a franchise quarterback who's won you a Super Bowl. Uh, it, it it's funny because with a line like that, I don't think any quarterback would be successful. But that comes with the territory when you pay a quarterback thirty million dollars, forty million dollars every season. You know that that cuts into the cap, and a lot of teams don't want to get into the luxury tax. They don't want to get into uh, over the cap and pay an extra penalty for doing so. Um, but with him being unhappy, even with him getting paid thirty, thirty-five million dollars a, a year. And being the leader of the team, I think he should have a say in who um, is on that team. But at the same time, if I'm another teammate on his, on with, if I'm Russell Wilson's teammate, I would feel sort of alienated. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, it's wouldn't you say so? I mean, uh, yeah, definitely a little bit. Like the fact that you know Wilson, which I, I get, I get why Wilson's saying that in a sense. You know, he's the quarterback, he's the captain of the ship, and for him to say, "Oh, look, like this team is good, but I, I still need help." I, I would I would think the other guys on the on the team that you know heard him say that would probably feel some type of way a little because like not, to them they're probably saying, Wow, you we're, you know we're doing the best we can but at the same time you, you're just telling us that oh we're not but, that good now like you know and not even that it's just like it feels you're imagine you put yourself in their shoes right mm. now it's not even the front office who are supposed to be your bosses who's the boss of your coach that makes the decisions on who's on this team. It's now one of your teammates that makes the decision whether he wants you on this team or not. And I find that a little, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't vibe with that. Yeah, no, I, I get that too. You know, I do feel like, you know, Wilson being the amazing quarterback that he is should have some say in like, you know, who comes on, who, who comes on the team, you know, defensive and offensive wise, you know, because he is the one, you know, doing, he is the one doing the work out there, you know? But we just we just gotta see um, what happens in the end. You know, what do you think, Tone? Well, like I said in the first episode, they didn't let Russ cook after a while. You know, he was first five weeks he was throwing it downfield. He was doing running all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Towards week seven, eight, nine, he was the offensive coordinator. Just Braun Schottenheimer. They fired him finally. He was uh, he actually got picked up by Jacksonville, but he he wasn't a good coordinator. I don't think and. Even uh, Pete Carroll was holding them down, you know, in a way. You could see Pete Carroll was playing more conservative, you know, and I think that sometimes you have to just go for it. But I think that uh, – I do think that they're going to wind up keeping him. If anything, maybe he's just doing this so they can get him more help and they'll wake up and maybe draft. They have a decent draft pick. Maybe they'll uh, – actually, no, they don't have their first-round pick. They traded oh, that yeah. for Jamal Adams, so mm-hmm. they don't have a first-rounder, so – Oh, don't even have a draft in, pick. That puts him even more of a um, difficult decision. But real quick, I just want to go back to Rami when you were saying about Dak Prescott. What cause I, I didn't I didn't know about this. What ridiculous amount of money are they offering him, and what's his contract? How many years that they don't want well, to pay that? Well, he's on a franchise tag now, okay. but he's trying to get a long term contract to secure himself. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that he's a top tier quarterback, and you oh, know okay. that's up to him to say. Yeah, you know, he thinks that he's a top tier quarterback. He's confident. That's that's yeah, fine yeah, and dandy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you know, I don't think his performance is worth thirty, forty million dollars. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. No, you know, no, he's not a Tom Brady. But no. he's a good, consistent quarterback. But he's not worth thirty, forty million. I'd give him twenty, twenty-five. 
Yeah, it's a, yeah. I feel like that that would be a fair number for the performance that he you know that he did put on before. But, but it sucks because that's the premium. That's what quarterbacks go for. Yeah. He's reportedly been offered a five year one seventy five, which uh, if I that's do high. the math correctly, <laughs> about thirty five million dollars. Yep. Well, yeah, that's high. That's so high. I mean, I don't know why you want to take that. Why you're trying to juice every little drop of money that you can from the Cowboys? I'm not a Cowboys fan either. I hate them, but. <laughs> You know, sure, take take up their cap, yeah, strangle true. them for the next five years. Why not? And you saw Ezekiel Elliott's play go down with uh, with no Dak. You know, they didn't look like themselves, obviously. That's Danny, a good point. Andy Dalton, you know, he's not really a starting quarterback in this league. He played decent, but he was injured. But I think that, like I said, Ezekiel Elliott wasn't himself. A lot of people are quitting on him. I like, I like Ezekiel Elliott a lot. I still think he's a top running back when healthy. But I do think that at the end of the day, they re-sign him. We'll see what happens. There's going to be a lot of, like we said last time, a lot of quarterback uh, changes coming. Uh, talking about quarterbacks now, we got a, a few that have gotten surgery or are planning to get surgery. we got Trevor Lawrence coming out of Clemson, who's going to get labrum surgery on his non, non, ah. <laughs> non-throwing arm. Non-throwing arm, yeah, sorry. i got a little tongue twister there. Uh, we've got Tom Brady, who's going to get a little bit of like a cleanup in his knee. According to Coach Bruce Arians, I don't think that's anything serious. This guy would be back in no time. He's going to be ready in like a month, so nothing to worry about there. And who's the other guy that we were going to talk about? Another quarterback. Oh, yeah, Pat Mahomes, of course. He's getting oh, surgery yeah. on his turf toe. Uh, so he'll be back. He's fine. Um, yeah, a lot of NFL news today. We got Chris Doyle, the director of strengthening and conditioning for the Jaguars. Who got hired by Urban Meyer? They've been boys apparently for 20 years. Uh, he did not get fired. He got he resigned after there was a bunch of like pushback on the news that he got hired from the FPA, I believe it was, uh, because apparently he wasn't vetted correctly and that you know there's a lot of like nepotism favoritism in the league, so these coaches can get whoever they want in. And that's why we have the FPA who are there to encourage diversity and inclusivity and to embrace other people of color to take these high-ranking positions in organizations. Yeah, to piggyback on that, you're right. I mean, you know, they have that rule where, you know, the Rooney rule, you have to uh, hire, uh, uh, sorry, you should at least interview one or more minorities and uh, now they're uh, giving people draft picks if they hire them, which is good, you know, but... Either way, I always say, you know, hired who's most qualified, but it doesn't matter. You know, there's a lot of good coaches out there. Not to, like, get sort of political or controversial, but it just, it, why should you reward people for hiring people of color? Like, that shouldn't even be a thing. You should be hiring people of color anyway because they are qualified as well. It, it's just... I don't know. Does it not seem weird to you, too? Yeah, and I was saying I think they wouldn't like that. They'd be saying, like, we're getting, you know, good treatment. Like, you know, you know, I don't know how to explain I, it. Like, I'm getting hired because the team itself is going to get a draft pick anyway. Yeah. So am I being valued or is that draft pick being valued? Yeah, and I think that they think – I think I don't know. What do you think, <laughs> I'm like it, – It's, a, it's a tough – it's a it's a iffy topic, you know. I, I don't think um, – Color or non-color, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter at all, you know. I feel like if it should be come down to more um, experience, 
you know. But I was so. thinking, like Eric B. Enemy, for example, someone like him should be a head coach. But I was telling someone, I think he's trying to stay there because if Andy Reid one day says I'm done, he'll take over Patrick Mahomes and that that team. Yeah, I think that he's probably waiting for that job to open up, and I think Andy Reid's probably going to retire in the next maybe two three years. So Bienemis, I think if he doesn't get an interview or get hired by another team in the next three years, that Chiefs job is his. So uh, with that, I think we're just going to move into uh, basketball, right, Angel? Some basketball. Yeah, so let me just pull up the... What happened around the league last night? Tell us. Yeah, let me just pull up these stats real quick. So yeah, yesterday, I think the the main game that we want to talk about yesterday that um definitely um two guys the main guys that went off was Zion Williamson and Luka Doncic. You know um the match I the have both of them on my fantasy team. Just letting you all know. Yes, I don't know how how we allowed you to get both of those monsters on one team on yeah, your team. Yeah, on my but... way to my uh, fifth win in a row, five week win streak, boy. Yeah, must be nice. Oh, but, uh, very nice. <laughs> But yeah, so yesterday Luca, he um he was the number one uh, ranked player. He dropped the most yesterday. He dropped a whopping forty six points in the forty minutes that he played. He went seven for thirty from the field. Uh, absolute absolute beast. Seventeen for thirty. Um, and then you had uh, Williamson also. He dropped a whopping thirty six points out of the thirty seven uh thirty seven minutes that he played. Sorry. And he was uh, 14 for 15. The man, he shot 15 times, only missed one time the entire game. And then also, shout-outs to you know, Rozier. He, Rozier had a game yesterday as well. That's Scary how Tone, Terry. Yep, that's how Tone's born <laughs> on, on fantasy. He uh, he dropped uh, 41 points and played for 41 minutes. Wow, that's pretty much... He pretty much dropped... Uh, he scored a, a point for every minute that he was in. He was uh, 13 for 20 from the field. Then you had uh, Giannis. Big boy Giannis dropped 29 points with 39 minutes playing went 12 for 20 from the field so so back to Doncic uh, and me and Alton were talking about this yesterday while we were watching the game and we saw it clear as day, especially in the fourth quarter that when as when the Mavericks are on offense Luka's in there they have their top five guys in there literally they'll they'll bring up the ball you know, pass around uh, pass around a few times you'll get it around the court and then literally just pass it right back to Luka and and mostly every single time it's automatic buckets. Every yeah, single no, time. He, yeah, he uh, they just clear the way. They give him the ball and all go in the corner and say, "Do your thing, Luca." He was only two rebounds short of a triple double. Oh, but other than that, he uh, he looked good. And the Mavericks are on a little winning streak, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me see where the what's the the record right now. I'm not sure which one. I think they are 13 and 14, yes. Wow. 13 and 14? Oh, wow. Look at that. I think they were 9 and 14. They won four in a row. Go They're looking there. good right now. Doncic, man. That, he's he's the man. He's the num- ranked number one right now. I want to say the Utah Jazz started 4 and 4, and now they're 21 and 5. That makes them, what, 17 and 1 the last 18 games? Utah. Yeah, Utah hot, looks hot good right now. right now. Last 10, they're 9 and 1. They're on a six game winning streak right now. They beat up on the Celtics the other night, too. I'm not very happy about that. I think the Celtics are reeling a bit. They're very, very inconsistent. It just pisses me off as a Celtics fan to watch. One night, they're draining three after three. They're playing efficient defense. They're dropping buckets. They're playing, you know, they're jumping from one side of the court to the other. They're playing enthusiastically. And then the next night, the next game, they're all lackadaisical. So 
you know, it's frustrating. Even being a fan of any team that plays like that, it's just, it, it's, you know, it, it's mind-boggling. It's hard to stay consistent in basketball, right? It's a game of runs. We see teams go get hot, get cold. It's... Yeah, it's a game of runs, but any team can play consistent defense. Defense never goes away. No. That's a skill you learn. So it's just... It's the name of the game. That's Speaking how, of basketball, uh, Angel, KD's coming back tonight, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, KD, he's um he's back from um after a nice crucial stretch. He's finally going to be playing tonight against the Warriors, right? Yeah, he's his playing old against team. the Warriors, his old team. Back in Golden State. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's playing against Golden State in his first game back. Cupcake man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, um, definitely looking forward to see. Um, I'm sure he's definitely ready to play. You know, being back after a while, you know, with COVID, with this health protocols and stuff like that, you know, just hopefully, uh, let's see what he can do tonight, you know, along with um, Irving and Durant. Harden. And, Harden. Oh, Harden. Excuse me. <laughs> Harden. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what he's going to bring tonight to the table. Oh, I think know. he's going to have a great game tonight. He's showing out against his former team. It's on national te- television, if I'm yes. not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah, so he's going to show up for the fans. Uh, the line right now, it's the, the Nets are favored by three and a half. Uh, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much neck Which is neck. surprising. Yeah. I guess it's because the Nets don't play defense, which yeah. I'm not surprised. Uh, the over-under is 245 and a half. So it's going to be sort of a high-scoring game. Let's see if uh, Steph Curry could catch some fire and do do something. Yeah, he's uh, he's been balling lately. I feel bad he's really the only one on that team right now, and they're missing Wiseman. Second straight year. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He had his four straight finals, and he won his three rings, so <laughs> he got to eventually uh, cool down. Cool down. Back down to earth. But we also got the Pacers playing the Hawks, and the Pacers are favored by a point and a half. I do like Indiana in that game. Miles Turner, let's go, Miles Turner. Let's go, Sabonis. We got the Rockets playing at the Knicks. The Rockets are only favored by one. Although the Knicks don't have Mitchell Robinson, right? Yeah, he's out four to six weeks with a fractured hand. So we'll see what happens with that. That's a little bit of a blow to that team. You really want to see those young kids develop and uh, become better players. Uh, But I think Tibbs is going to do a good job either way, and I think that's why the line is where it's at. Yeah, and the Jazz are home against the Heat. The Hot Jazz, as we said, there's 17-1 last 18 games. They're favored by seven. Miami is not themselves this year. No, they're not. I think they're, you know, it's a combination of the health and safety protocols. Injuries, and yeah. Injuries, so, you know, this happens to every team every year. It's not their fault that they lost Butler for, what, like three or four weeks, man? It's, yeah. it's unfortunate. You don't have your whole team, and once you put another integral uh, player into your lineup again it's hard for everybody to adjust so that all takes time but in the end as long as you get into the playoffs in the NBA that's what matters yeah you gotta be in it to win it they're having that tournament at the end right 7-8 seven to 7-8 seeds are gonna be fighting for that last tour- they're doing that tournament oh like the playing tournament yeah uh, I wasn't aware I honestly was not aware but uh, mm. you know uh, if that's the case, I think we're going to have a great playoff uh, playoff season anyway. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Sorry for the blank, guys. I'm just out of it. It's been a very long day, and me thinking that I'm going to be single again next uh, for tomorrow during Valentine's Day is really weighing on me. It's all three of us. <laughs> yeah, so extra. It's, it's a little extra to me, but it's, whatever. It's all good. So <laughs> uh, instead of uh, basketball, guys, let's move into baseball. Uh, Jay Bruce signing to the Yankees. Tony, 
I mean, it's a minor league deal. He's a lefty. Um, a couple years ago, we tried a trading for him. Actually, we tried trading for him from the Mets, and the Mets said no. But we got him, and uh, we'll see. It's a well, one-year deal. What, like $1 million? Yeah, they're going to give him. Um, it's a $1.5 million deal. The club has still not confirmed the deal yet. But um, the they did agree with it, but they're still um, they're still uh, trying to decide what they're gonna do with Bruce. You know, he had six homers and he slugged the point um, four hundred sixty nine um, batting average in thirty two games when he was with the Phillies in twenty twenty. So yeah, and I don't know yeah. what we're gonna do with Brett Gardner now. At this point, I respect Brett Gardner. I like him. He's a Yankee favorite. He's hard nosed at thirty eight years old, still trying to steal bases and dive all over the place. But I don't think. I don't. I wouldn't be sad if we don't bring him back. But if he wants to come back on a small contract, we do have Mike Talkman, who's kind of a younger version of him. Mm-hmm. Lefty doesn't have you know the pop like Gardner, but um, we'll see. The same Gardner might go to the Phillies, go back with Joe Girardi. But we'll see. I also want to say happy birthday to Luke Voigt. Hope you're having a good year this year. We need you. Yeah, we're going to need that slugger on our team. Uh, but it's really refreshing to see more lefties in our lineup. I don't want to keep seeing right-handed batters come up to the plate. And we do need to see more small ball out of the Yankees next season to see if they can be successful and actually bring us to a World Series and actually win it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, and I think that we can. I said in the first episode, if the pitchers we signed can stay healthy. Corey mm-hmm. Kluber was a you know cheap uh, contract. We got him for $12 million. Jameson Tyne, we didn't give up much. Lower-level prospects. If those two boys can stay healthy, I think that behind Cole and Garcia I like him a lot I think Garcia could uh, be himself he's uh, he's young who else we got Montgomery if he could pitch more than five innings to start but we got a decent bullpen we got to see what happens and uh, we're definitely the favorites in the east like I said the east got weaker I said that the first time but um, what do you think you know that that's always been my, at least my personal thing with the Yankees from you know always been a Yankee fan but what I've always seen with the Yankees that you know they're it's always been the pitching with them for some reason. Like, they, yeah, the offense and defense. You know, the Yankees. You know, they're like any other baseball on the, every other team. They, you know, they do good in both areas. You know, but for the Yankees specifically, it's just always been pitching for me. Their pitching is just never consistent. Never when you need their pitching to be on point, it, they just never deliver for some reason. You know, but yeah. hopefully this season we'll but, see what happens. You know. Yeah, but like I said, if those guys stay healthy. We have the bullpen. We have. Sanchez needs to be himself. I don't know I'm, I know yeah. much more about that guy, but we'll see. The Bruce signing, I'm not gonna complain. It's one million dollars. We'll see if he wants to be a you know play once a week. I, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't be mad about that. He is a lefty. We have that short portion, right? So. Yeah. So uh, I hate to keep like beating a dead horse, guys, but Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So if you are single out there, what do we think we're gonna be watching tomorrow? Angel. Um, definitely one of the things we're definitely watching is WandaVision. That is definitely for sure. Uh, you know, Alton, I know you don't know much about like Marvel WandaVision, but we just wanted to touch up on this for a little bit. Um, for all those WandaVision, you know, fans out there, you know, definitely, um, if you guys can like, you know, drop some comments on the podcast, see, um, what do you think of the show? If you're a Marvel fan, DC fan, you know, let us know. But... The yeah, you know, I don't want to do no spoilers for those who haven't seen it, but definitely WandaVision is a definitely a must see. Robert, what did you think about the la- the um, sixth episode without trying to give anything too much away? Yeah, so the first two episodes are sort of uh, what's the word? Intro. No, 
Yeah, they're introductions, so it sets the mood for the whole series. And then it starts to build up and start to explain everything that was going on in the first two. So everything in those episodes is all happening uh, simultaneously. So the first two episodes and then the next two episodes after that are all happening sort of simultaneously. And then the timeline starts to progress. And I think that's where it starts to build. We've only got about like two more episodes, right? We're on episode six now. Yeah, episode six just dropped yesterday. Um, which is wild. Which is wild, yes. Definitely whoever hasn't seen episode six, whoever who hasn't seen the show at all, again, please go watch it. It's an amazing show. It's definitely um it's definitely a different feel. But you know, it the show is gonna set set off for the next movies to come. But yeah, we're we're at episode six already. They own the first season's only gonna be only eight, eight episodes, episodes yeah. I believe. Which is it's it's sad. But it's hopefully the next two episodes which I heard are gonna be crazy. You know. Um, I'm very excited for those. Just gotta stay tuned and to see. But you know, with WandaVision, you know, it, it's it's leading up to the, um, Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness. That's what the show pretty much is leading into. You know, Wanda is you know she's gonna be part of that next movie. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, that movie can't come fast enough. I'm yeah, man. You. Phase four. There's supposed to be a bunch of crazy shit happening. Oops. <laughs> Excuse that, that, me. That's 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 um. Well, that's my enthusiasm and bitterness yeah, over absolutely. Valentine's that, Day. If, but you if know. there's any way you can describe um, Marvel in general is like that. It's just, yeah. It's just. An it's gonna be amazing even, universe. If you thought Infinity War and Endgame were crazy, just watch for Phase four. From what I've been reading, there's gonna be so much happening. And I think that's going to be a beautiful finale for Phase 4. Absolutely. Like, new new superheroes, new villains. The villains. I never thought I would be so excited to see villains, new ones in my life. But, like, the the new villains that are going to be in Phase 4 are going to be crazy. Even worse than Thanos. Yeah, like, I, I, I thought Thanos was, like, the pinnacle of all. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> well, he was bad. Yeah. He was bad, but there's things out there in, the, in that multiverse far worse than Thanos. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. But that 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 goes to show you how much knowledge I have of uh, comic book stuff. I've been getting better, but you know, Angel's the guy when it comes to this stuff. Oh yeah, I can talk about just how just how these two over here can talk about sports for hours. I could I could you can I can talk for hours about Marvel and DC and like even though it's crazy, I never read the comics growing up. I was just I just pretty much the shows and watching all the movies. I just pretty much tie them all together and then you know because they all. Everything ties in together in the, in the Marvel Universe. Literally, yeah. all the movies tie in together. Yeah. Each one of them had to deal with each other. So, yeah, I'm definitely the guy when it comes to movies, you know, the music, thing, everything. So, you know, if you want to talk Marvel, talk DC, I'm the, I'm the guy to come to. But definitely looking forward to all the, the last two episodes of WandaVision and to Phase 4 of the Marvel Universe. Can't wait. Yeah, it's good to get some pop culture mixed in here. It's uh, not just a sports podcast, but there's a lot of... Uh, when it comes to movies, Angel's your guy. He's probably seen every movie made. <laughs> but getting back to baseball, though, I seen today, Rami, that uh, James Paxton wants like twelve million dollars a year, and I don't know if that guy is uh, worth it. He's always injured. But I seen the Blue Jays and the Mets uh, are interested. If the Mets get him, oh, <laughs> no, let the Mets get him. He's not. I don't think they will. They have the pitching, but uh, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Paxton's not worth. I mean, is not worth eleven, twelve million, but. I mean that's sort of cheap for a pitcher, like. What yeah, he's but he doesn't he doesn't pitch a lot. He's always injured and. Yeah, I know he had that lumbar surgery last year. Yeah, but uh, I forgot exactly what it was. I think it was. 
Everybody's, yeah. everybody's just getting surgeries. So so serious, but yeah, these guys get surgeries left and right. Everybody's getting hurt left and right. I I, I don't get that, that. I mean, I know accidents happen, things happen, but I would think like you as a professional athlete would do your very very best not to get hurt. Like it, that is just the worst when. And, and listen, <laughs> they do, they do. But here's the thing, with with these athletes, I think a lot of them. They just go into the gym. They lift heavy weights. They just want to get bigger, bigger muscles. They don't mm-hmm. work on like when smaller, fast twitch muscles and yeah. work on flexibility and stretch a lot more. The fundamentals, they, you know, the fundamentals. Yeah, of workout, it's you know, like it's it's you know, they're they're so fine tuned. These baseball players are so fine tuned to their sport that they're only probably working on the movements that they need for baseball. Swinging a bat, catching a glo- uh, a ball with their gloves, uh, running the bases, sprinting. But there's a lot more that goes into that. If you get more functional workouts in, I think that's going to be so much help, so much more helpful for them. It's just unfortunate for what they're doing. They don't focus on that that much, and that's why you see so many little injuries here and there that get players out for a week, two weeks at a time. Exactly. And that's up to like what ten games maybe at some point. Well, don't forget these guys are also have uh, guaranteed contracts, so. <laughs> If they get hurt, they get hurt. They're still getting their money. But there's a lot of little injuries here and there, which I don't get. But Which I also think that they should probably implement like a, a tier system or something. Like if you only play 100 games, you're not going to get your full salary that you're quote-unquote guaranteed. But I don't know. It, would, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair, I would guess. They wouldn't sign a contract Obviously, like football is not all guaranteed because that's a way more physical sport. You but know, with you could... football, you're, you're still getting paid a base salary. And then on top of that is what you're getting based on performance bonuses most of the time baseball you're still guaranteed all your money no matter what yeah, even you could, if you don't play one you game you break a, a leg and arm tomorrow and you're still getting paid that full money but that's how it is and uh i think the nba is like that too right they don't have a. they don't have a. they have fully guaranteed contracts yeah they do but for, you don't see injuries like that in no. basketball as much as you do in, ba- in baseball and in baseball you're seeing 162 games so they have so many so much more opportunity to uh, show up and play and help their team win. But in basketball, you have 82. I know that's like half, but you, I think they're more well-rounded as athletes than baseball players are. Yeah, and I think that uh, it's definitely more physical basketball. They're running back and forth nonstop. Baseball, a lot of the times you're in one spot, especially, you know, catcher. I think catchers have it the hardest. They have to stay oh, crouched yeah. the whole, oh, yeah, especially absolutely. if it's a long inning with a bunch of hits and home runs and they're just sitting there. It's and a crouched. lot of strain on the knees, man. Absolutely. And, and you know, coming from me playing catcher 11 years, my whole time playing baseball, I played catcher for 11 years. I Safe to say that that position is definitely, it, it, takes a, it takes a toll on your knees, that's for sure. You're literally behind that plate for, you know, whoever knows how long, you know, depending on how long the inning goes. But Definitely, you know, um, at the more so, I just wish these, these players and these athletes, you know, some, sometimes just get hurt way too much. But, you know, it is with it. Like I said, they get paid regardless. You know, that's just the name That's the name of the game right there. Yeah, all right, guys. Enough with sports. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So I just found this list of movies to watch on Valentine's Day if you're single. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll post something on Instagram and... We'll ask you guys for your opinions on them, but I think it's a decent list. Angel, I don't know if you watched any of these, though. Uh, so, 10 out of 10. Oh, Scarlett Johansson's in this one. Uh, Marriage Story, 2019. Safe to say, nope, I have not um, saw that one. Oh, what about 500 Days of Summer? Because I have. 
Yeah, that one I saw. Oh come on, that's a great very, movie. Very, very vague, but I'm pretty sure I saw that one. That was back that's when. That's with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, okay, I got this the... guy. Look. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I was about to say that was way back in um, early 2000s. Yeah. Isn't, isn't there a movie called Valentine's Day with a bunch of celebrities? Yes. Like a bunch yeah. of big names. Yeah. All pretty much like yeah, Jamie Foxx in it, yeah, Jessica Biel, Jessica Alba, Ashton Kutcher in that movie. That movie came back out in 2010. Stars of the cast, huh? Yeah. Pretty much star of the cast. That whole. That whole cast was pretty much all major, major celebrities. That movie came back, um, came out in 2010, I believe. And I'm pretty sure people still watch that movie to this day, especially Valentine's Day coming up. Well, if only, if only I was a celebrity back in the day, like an actor, I could have starred in this movie. How to be single, 2016. I'm a pro at that, man. It's not that hard. How to be single. Is that what Rebel, is that what Rebel Wilson? How to be single, Rebel Wilson, Dakota, Mark Silverstein, Diana Potts, Abby Cohn, Liz Tuchillo, oh, okay, is the that... author of the movie, is the author of the book, oh, How to Be Single. I might, I might be thinking of a different movie than yeah. the, them two. Or, or... Yeah, it's definitely not that hard. No, what about Revolutionary Road, 2008? I definitely yeah. never saw that one. Yeah, I don't think we're much of a like, sappy love story. Right? Oh, Castaway Classic, man. Oh, classic. Tom Come Hanks, on. the legend, the Wilson. legend himself. I grew up with that. The legend himself, Tom Hanks, classic, classic movie. Uh, five uh, coming in at five out of ten under the Tuscan sun. I guess it's you know in Tuscany. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> of course, I don't know. I haven't watched that. Sounds like a love story, just by the yeah, title. Yeah, probably. I'm not that good at this stuff, man. The First Wives Club, 1996. Dude, I was barely a year old. For real, but all three of us. Yeah, man. A streetcar named Desire. Oh, an old black and white movie that I'll probably watch tomorrow. 1951. Oh yes. Hmm. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, oh that's 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 <laughs> definitely <you>. funny. <laughs> that's that's more fun. That's more funny than a romantic. I tell you that. that but Jason Siegel, definitely. Uh, that's definitely a good movie to watch. Very oh, very yeah. funny. I recommend that and one. And coming in at number one, Gone Girl from 2014. Gone Girl. It has uh, what's his name? Sounds familiar. Ben Affleck in it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why it sounds familiar. Definitely, um, Ben Affleck is in that movie. I don't know how I feel about that guy, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Daredevil. His, uh, Daredevil, the bat. Well, no, he he was Batman, which he still he still is Batman for now. But um, he's still Batman in um in the Snyder um cut of Justice League, um. But you know the new Batman is is gonna be you know Robert Patterson, which I am. Yeah, how do you feel about that uh, trailer or preview that they had? Oh, that that trailer. I'm not gonna lie. That trailer looked sick. Yeah. That that trailer was it was very very was sick. That was that's pretty much the only way I can describe it. You know, I, I've said it time and time again. You know, we've we've had to me still the best Batman is um Christian Bale. Oh, I think a lot uh, of people would agree uh, with you. Now, yeah, Christian Bale's still the best Batman. You know, now do I still think? But I still I still think Ben Affleck was a good Batman. I thought he did Batman pretty good. You know, a lot of people might disagree with me, but I still think uh um. Ben Affleck did a very good Batman. I like the way they made his suit look because there's only so many different ways you can they can redo the Batman suit, you know. But Ben Affleck's definitely up there I, with my favorite. I think Batman, it was just probably the way the movie was made. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't like the way Justice League was made at all. Yeah, I, me personally, I did not like how they introduced um um what's that the main villain um the abomination no not the abomination Doom, Doom yes. Yeah, Doom. I I would not like how they uh they um introduced that thing pretty much. <laughs> uh, 
It was he did not he did not look. I'm sorry, Doom, Doomsday. That's Doomsday, his name. I'm sorry, okay. I had a brain fart there. I was Doomsday. close. I was halfway there. Yeah, no, you were you halfway there. Yeah, Doomsday. <laughs> the way they introduced Doomsday into the into the um, into Batman vs Superman was horrible. Did not look anything like the cartoon like the cartoon was other in the in the comics. You know, didn't show like the actual powers that he had. Whatever, it just was all around horrible. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Batman vs Superman, anyways. But that was probably the worst thing about that movie was how they introduced Doomsday. But back on Batman, yeah, definitely Christian Bale, definitely best Batman of all time. Um, you know, Ben Affleck, he was good. You know, I thought he still did the good Bat, um, Justice League Batman. But now, Robert Pattinson, he is now he is taking the mantle of the new Batman, which. You know, um, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. I'm definitely, I, I do have my doubts, but hey, I did have my doubts about Ben Affleck when he, when they introduced him as new Batman, and, you know, he did good. So I can only, um, I can only hope Robert Pattinson really brings his A game, because, you know, I haven't seen him act in a while in any movies. But I really hope that he does bring his A game to, um, to this, to the franchise, to the DC Comics, and hopefully he just does, uh, Batman justice and really um, plays both a good Batman as well as a good Bruce Wayne. Oh, I completely agree. Also, um, I think that DC sort of made it up with Aquaman. I don't think Aquaman was that bad of a movie when I watched it. Oh no, absolutely. Right? The, the best thing about Aquaman was the the visual effects. Yeah, the visual effects. I, I, when I saw that movie, the definitely to me. The best visual effects out of any DC movie that they've come out so tell far. Tell me, tell me, this isn't accurate. Like a DC visual effects in the past few years were, dare I say, like corny, or like, am I just comparing it to the the Marvel movies too much? No, that you're 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 pretty much spot on. On point, right? Bet- on point between Marvel and DC. Between Marvel and DC, Marvel there actually there is no competition. There is no competition. Marvel just always comes out on top. Like I said, a lot of you may disagree. This is just my personal opinion. Marvel is the best. Marvel has the best characters, has the best villains, you know. Marvel, when Marvel makes their movies, they always they follow to the book. They follow the comics, you know, for the most part. When it comes to DC, DC for some reason are all over the place. They don't follow they don't follow the comics. They don't follow storylines. And they're just all over the place. With it's something. almost as if they're just trying to get as much money out of fans as they can. Yeah. They pretty much just want to give the, what the fans want. You know, they, yeah. they when they first came out with Man of Steel in 2013, you know, with um, Henry, Cav- when he- Henry Cavill, great Superman. He, I, th- I think he played a great Superman as well. I'm, I really don't see anybody else who could replace him right now as Superman. Um, he did great. You know, that wasn't, um that, that was a good... Reintroduce reintroduction to Superman. You know they introduced General Zod as well. That was that was pretty cool. And then you have Afterman. So then you got Batman versus Superman. You know then they introduced. Um, you saw Wonder Woman in there. And oh, then, Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah, well, shout out to Wonder Woman. All your Wonder, Wonder Woman fans out there. Great. Gail Gadot. She plays. Smoke she play, show. Absolutely beautiful. She plays Wonder Woman. Great. You know, pretty much. I feel when they did they did Batman vs Superman, they put um they put Wonder Woman in there because pretty much that was the start of the Justice League, and then branched off gave um boom they gave uh, Gal Gadot uh, Wonder Woman um how she came about because that's what the fans wanted. Literally, I I saw like views and posts about it after um Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice came out. They were like, oh snap, Wonder Woman's in there. Let's. They want a Wonder Woman movie now, just her own movie. They got it. 
it was good. I don't think uh, it it wasn't a bad movie. It, it was um it was a decent uh a decent introduction to her story and how she came about. Wonder Woman two, I'm sorry, was not great at all. Probably I don't know if you saw Wonder Woman two. No, you just reminded me just when you started talking about Wonder Woman that I haven't watched 1984 yet. Yeah, that movie was hyped up so much. It was dare yeah. I say it was it was bad. That they 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 introduced Cheetah into this movie for you know that's Wonder Woman's arch enemy. That's not how Cheetah became Cheetah. Again, DC messed up that one too. Just that was not how that woman became Cheetah at all. That was probably the worst thing about that movie. But other other than that, you know, I don't. There was no reason for Chris Pine to be in that movie. They killed him. They he died in the first one. There really was no reason for him to be in that in the second one. There there, there was, was no the timeline was, more linear. I mean, in a sense, yeah. Like they st- you know start off for like how Diana was small. And mm-hmm. then into what she's doing now, you know, the uh, what she's done up to that point. But there was just, you know, because I don't want to spoil it. I don't, I don't know if you, you'll see it eventually. But the way they brought him, ba- they brought him back. But he really didn't bring, his character really didn't bring anything to the table in this movie. There was no real, real reason why he needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Except, obviously, he was helping her in mm-hmm. a way. But there was just really no reason for him to be in there but that movie that movie in itself was not was not great and a lot i think a lot of people agree with me that movie did not make that much money anyways when it came out so but as far as you know um marvel dc definitely marvel is definitely the way to go like so i'm i, mean, I am excited to see when the new batman comes out mm-hmm. um see what robert Pattinson brings to the table and definitely more um more um marvel movies to come you know you got morbius Morbius, the new Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, the Eternals. You have a whole bunch of bunch of new uh, new things coming out, and it's it's a uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a wild ride, but I am looking forward to all the new movies that are coming out um 2021 and also years to come. All right, and before we close out this podcast, everybody, um, we just want to hear from you guys. Uh, you have any plans for tomorrow? Nope. Well, I'm working, so, you mm. know, nothing new there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm working, too. And then, you know, shout out to Angel, though, for the great idea of getting a bouquet of flowers. I might have rushed and got them tomorrow. I'll give them <laughs> to my mom tonight. Oh, yeah. No, keep that off my mind for tomorrow, you know? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Because knowing my mom, she would, she probably would have uh, had a major, major fit if I didn't get any, no flowers or anything for Valentine's Day. Because me, personally... Unfortunately, I am I procrastinate a lot, especially when it comes around the holidays or like things like this. You know, I always leave it to the last minute, which is not how it should be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I told Rami at the last minute before we came to do the podcast, I was like, oh, let's stop at the florist real quick. I had to I had to get I have to get my mom some flowers for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. as well as a balloon, and then you know, let Rami you know Rami got his mom also some flowers as well. So. Listen, guys, the first woman in your life, Absolutely. the first one you show love to, always until the last day is your mother absolutely no matter what shout out to all the moms out there for Valentine's you guys do day. so much for us and we love you all um so with that being said i hope everybody has a great valentine's day enjoy it with your mothers your significant others with your family and we will see you sometime next week yeah enjoy your uh, rest of your weekend um hope you guys have a great valentine's day and uh that's about it have a good night and let's go yankees Yep, have a good one, guys. Um, Again, like us on Instagram, 
and Twitter. Leave your comments down below to see what else you guys want us to bring to the podcast, what we can work on. Happy Valentine's Day, and have a good one. Peace. Take care, everybody.